0: all of you welcome. It's Christmas week. My goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I love Christmas and this is the final installment of our white elephant uh Christmas series that we've been doing the last couple of weeks. And we just love this idea of a white elephant gift exchange. So many of us have participated in those at some point. Uh, probably even this year uh, many of us have been able to be a part of that, you know, at our workplace or at a, you know, in our school or some other environment for us at Next Level. This is an annual tradition, baby. Like our next level Christmas uh, staff party that we have, we always do a white elephant gift exchange. And it is just phenomenal. You've heard us telling, you know, a few legendary stories of that. And one of the biggest components of a White Elephant Gift Exchange, and certainly for us as a staff it is, is that uh, you can trade up. That You know, that's what makes it fun, is if you don't like it, you know, you can trade, or if someone else has something, you can trade for it. And uh, but, but here's the thing. Uh, there has, it was three Christmases ago now, yes, three, uh, that uh, there was a gift that was so majestic, I'll use that word, so magnificent, so amazing, so wonderful, Personal to me, so wonderful uh, that we had to—I actually did. It was nobody else; it was me. Uh, institute a policy that this gift could not get traded for, because the minute I saw it, I thought to myself, "Well, everybody's going to want that gift, and so that's going to take all of the fun out of the game." Uh, and so I said, "No, no, no. Listen, whoever opens this one particular gift from now on each year, it'll show up, and yeah, it'll be the recurring—you know, it's you got you bring it back type of thing. Give it away, okay? But whoever gets it." you're not stuck with it. You have the privilege uh, of of having actually a picture of me with a three-foot shark I caught. Yeah, I know. I know. That's what I thought too. The minute I saw it, I'm like, oh my goodness. This is such a privilege for our staff members to have that I'm going to make it mandatory. You can't trade it because I know uh, everyone would want it. And you have to make sure that this sits on your desk all year for the whole next year until next year. I know some of you are like, Dude, how do I get on staff just for the 1 in 32 chance of bringing home the fish picture? Cuz see I signed it right there. That's a Matt That's authentic autograph right there. Matt Keller, that's only available on this picture and every other God of the Underdog books that I've ever seen in my life Have signed too, but it's right here and it's one of a kind right there, I mean it's not there's a lot of a kind when I do it, but you know what I'm saying, and then I date it every year it's a fresh date, fresh date, so listen, and there have been some staff members who have tried to trade the picture, like last Christmas, one of the Jacksons Kyle or Jennifer, she tried to trade this, and I'm like, no no, 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 Missy, you cannot do that, this has to live in your office for an entire year, no trading up, even though other people are going to want this, you cannot trade this up. And so here's, here's what I want us to talk about this weekend, is this idea of trading up. And, and here's, let me kind of apply it this way. See, basically, Christmas is that time of year where we are just bombarded, aren't we? We're just bombarded on every side in every medium with a 100 million, doesn't it seem like a 100 million advertisements trying to get us to trade up trying to convince us that what we have is not making us happy and if we had something else then we would be happier and because look how happy those people are and if you had that if you drove that if you did that or whatever then you'd be happy like you got come on you're talking about like the car commercials you see you see anchor man standing next to the truck and you're thinking to yourself if i drove that i would be as happy as he is or something like that i don't know right or the vacation commercial come on you got every one of us know what I'm talking about. You see this happy family, and there's the beach and palm trees, and you're like, man, if I could just trade the snow and ice and winter of Fort Myers and be on a happy beach with palm trees. Okay, maybe not that, because we live in paradise. What up, Northerners? Yeah! Hashtag SWFL. Woo! We got it going on you save up all year to come here for one week we live here drive faster (laughs) please hashtag go faster we're so glad you're here we just need you to hurry it on up three on a yellow three on a yellow get going Yellow doesn't mean clear the intersection like driver said. Said it means go faster. (sighs) Please. I don't even know what we're talking about, but I feel angry on the inside. I'm an angry elf. What is going on? Whoo. Christmas is the season where we are tempted to trade up, isn't it? You know what I'm talking about? You go to the Christmas party and you see some guy and his wife's treating him all nice and bragging on him and you think to yourself in a moment, man, I wish my wife would be nicer to me in public. Or you go to your kid's Christmas program, come on. And yours are the kids picking their nose and acting up and looking around or what and you see the everybody else everybody else's kids are all just doing the motions and the thing and the what and your kids over there just finger up the nose, you can't even see his fingernail, so but it's like, what is going on? And in that moment, parents, come on, we're in church, we can't lie. We're thinking, man, wish my kids were a little bit more like that guy. Or you're at Christmas, you know, with the family and the in-laws are there. And everybody else, or at least it seems like everybody else, is bragging at work about how their in-laws take them on fancy vacations and they go here and go there. And, oh, their parent, mother-in-law has amazing taste. And you open up your present and you're like, wow, outlet covers again, Mom? Come on. And in that moment, we want to trade up, don't we? And then, oh, don't even get me started. No, no, I'm started. This engine is starting. It's Christmas. We got a whole box of beautiful, wonderful pictures of Christmas cards of your pretty little families. Right? And we're sitting there and we're like, kids, do not knock over the Christmas tree again. I'm taking all your presents back, right? And you're like, oh, look how cute they are. I'm glad your family's perfect because mine's not. (laughs) And we want to trade up. Isn't that crazy? Isn't it crazy how there are these moments in life and Christmas can somehow bring out this feeling in some of us of wanting to trade up? That we look at our life and we go, man, I, I don't know. I wish I, I wish it wasn't or I wish it was. And Here's what I want us to do this weekend in all of our services. I want us to look at a guy in the Bible who came to a moment in time where he was tempted to trade up, where, where he had this, this feeling, this sensation that I'm talking about, where... He looked at his circumstances, he looked at his life, and, he, 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 looked at, and he, he, he was tempted to trade up. And amazingly, this story of this guy that we find in the Bible is found in, of all places, the Christmas story. If you have your Bible or a smartphone with a Bible app on I would love for you to turn with me to Matthew chapter 1. Because in verse 18, we begin and we read the story of a guy named Joseph, who interestingly enough, was tempted... Let's begin reading. Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 says this. This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant and through the Holy Spirit. Look at this. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace. Look at this. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. If you're taking notes in your bulletin this weekend, I would love for you to write down a few thoughts on this idea of trading up. The first one is, is this. Joseph considered trading up. That when his Fiancee, Mary, who he had never had relations with, comes to him one afternoon. Imagine that conversation. Hey, Joseph, can I talk to you? And they kind of pull away, and they keep their voices down. They don't want the rest of the house or the family or whoever was around to hear. And she says, Joseph, I don't know how to say this, but I'm with child. But I've never been with another man. I swear, it's God's. And God came to me, in the angel, and he told me and, and that I'm going to be the mother of, of God. I'm going to give birth to the Son of God. Can you imagine being Joseph in that moment. Here is Joseph. The, the Bible says he was, a, he was an upstanding man, a religious culture, religious society. And he's trying to please God and he's trying to do what the law said and, and do what's right. And here he is, zooming out into his life. Fast forwarding and he's going, I know where this road leads. This road leads to scandal, this road leads to gossip, this road leads to to confusion, this road leads to a lifetime, and if not a lifetime, at least a decade or more of everywhere we go, people turning and looking away, Uh, everywhere we go, people turning and whispering to one another, everywhere we go, people pointing and looking and saying, what is the real story? What really did happen? Did you hear about Joseph and Mary? And Joseph looks at and considers the situation and it says, he was of a mind to divorce her. Joseph in that moment considered trading up, running away, backing out, saying, you know what? It's too much. It's too hard. It's too complex. It's too difficult. It's too emotionally overwhelming. I can't do it. And here's what I believe. I believe it's possible that this Christmas season, some of us have come into this place this weekend, and in some area of our life, we are considering, like Joseph, trading up. That we look on at a relationship and we go, this isn't as much fun as I thought it was going to be. This isn't nearly as fulfilling. I'm not as happy as I thought I was going to be. Everybody told me I would be, or I thought, or I had convinced myself that I would be. Maybe it's a, a business partnership. And we look on, and we go, man, this thing hasn't been right for the last three years. And we just, we just, it's breaking us up. And we, we were friends in college, and now this. Maybe it's a contract, and we're looking on this Christmas season going, how many payments of how much for how long? And we're looking at our circumstances going, I'm tempted to run. I'm tempted to back away. I'm tempted to, to push away. I don't know what kind of scenario someone might be facing this weekend, but listen, I believe it's possible that so many of us have come into this place this weekend, and we're wrestling, and we're considering, and we're being tempted to run, to trade up, that when you fast forward, you go, I don't know how this is going to look, I don't know how this is going to work. It's too hard, it's too complex, it's too difficult, it's too stressful, it's too emotionally draining, it's too exhausting. I just want out. And you feel like Joseph in that moment when he found out that his fiancé was with child. But look what it says next, verse 20. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him. In a dream and said Joseph son of David Do not be afraid To take Mary home as your wife Because what is conceived in her Is from the Holy Spirit She'll give birth to a son And you are to give him the name Jesus Because he will save his people From their sins I want us to understand and know this weekend And see this You got to see this God met Joseph in the area Where he was considering trading up. God showed up. God met him. God was not unaware of Joseph's circumstances or how hard it was. God wasn't aloof. God wasn't far off. Nor was God silent. In the moment when Joseph needed God the most, God was ultra-present. He was right there. He spoke to Joseph in a personal dream. And he said, Joseph... Don't trade up, don't run, don't push away. Not now. Don't go back. I'm in this. The child in Mary's womb will be named Jesus. Because he is gonna be the one who saves. He's the Messiah. He is the Savior of the world. And listen, some of us need to hear that this weekend. You need to hear a word from God in your situation where you are is not a mistake where you are is not evil where you are is not out of the will of God it's just hard but God is in the hard stuff God has you where you are for a reason and he needs you there doing what's complex doing what's difficult overcoming what's cumbersome enduring what's strange and foreign Making sense of what's complicated. Don't give up. Don't give up. Not now, not this weekend, not this Christmas. Instead, do what Joseph did. Turn to him. God is not far from those who are facing circumstances where they're tempted to run. Don't run. Some of us need to stop praying For God to change our circumstances And start praying for God to change us In the midst of Our circumstances God was there God was present And God met Joseph In the area That he was considering getting out of And running from Look at verse 22 All this Took place Everything Joseph went through All this took place To fulfill well, the Lord had said, here's the third thing I would want us to notice this weekend about Joseph's situation where he was tempted to run, where he was tempted to trade up. It's this: God was working a sovereign plan. God was working a sovereign plan. See hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years before Joseph. God had spoken through the prophets of old that one day a Messiah, a savior of the world, would come. And he would be born to a virgin who had never known a man, and she would give birth. God wasn't at all surprised by these circumstances, even though Joseph was. See, God had been miraculously, strategically, sovereignly and divinely working through through year after year after year, decade after decade, century after century, to order the steps of Mary and Joseph to bring them to this moment. God had been working a sovereign plan. And listen, I can't help but think that so many of us who are listening this weekend, who are considering trading up and running, going the other way in some area of our life, I can't help but think that the circumstances of our life may surprise us, but they don't surprise our God. God's with you, He's for you, He knows who you are, He knows what you're facing he's calling, lean in, lean in. I got you, I got you. There's one thing, I've I've been been serving the Lord now for uh, um, almost 24, 23 years of my life. And the older I get, the further I walk with God, the more absolutely aware of God's sovereignty I I become and I'm still not perfect at it I'm I'm I wouldn't even say I'm good at it I wish it was better but I, I'm always amazed maybe some of you can relate to this I'm always amazed at how when I look at circumstances and think man I don't know like I, I don't know how we're gonna get to I don't know what I'm gonna do I'm not sure what the, how this is all gonna turn out I'm always blown away that in six months Or nine months later, or three months, or sometimes like two days later. I look back and I'm like, wow, look at that. God had it under control the whole time. God knew, and I was looking and I saw a wall, like nothing but a wall, but God saw a door. Amazing. And I'm telling you, the longer I walk with God, the further I go in my relationship with Jesus, the more convinced and comforted I am At his sovereignty And listen, I I don't know what you're facing Obviously it's impossible for me to know What so many of us are facing this weekend But here's here's what I know I know we serve a God Who though our circumstances may surprise us Is not surprised by them We serve a God who knows our name Think of that He knows where we are he loves us and he's with us and he's near even in the tough times that's a word for somebody you got to hear that this weekend come on god brought you here to hear this word this weekend look at verse 22 it says all this took place to fulfill what the lord had said through the prophet the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel." Which means God with us. I I love I love this. For Joseph, here's here's the word that God brought to Joseph that day. The difficult place now can become a story of God's faithfulness later. If we'll trust Him. God wanted Joseph to know, Joseph, listen, let me let me let me tell you how the story's gonna play out. Let me tell you where this thing is going in the future. A long time from now, a couple thousand years-ish and counting, there's gonna be a whole bunch of people worldwide, Joseph, who are gonna look back on this moment, on these circumstances that were so hard, that were so stressful, that were so overwhelming for you, and and they're gonna look back on this moment and the choice that you and Mary made and the choice Joseph you made to not run Not trade up, but to stick it out. Joseph, they're going to, thousands of years from now, millions of people are going to look back on this choice you're making right now, not to run, not to trade up, and they're going to say, wow, God was with us. The God of the universe came down. Love came down to this earth in the form of a small baby in a virgin's womb, and changed everything. Emmanuel, God is with you, Joseph. And listen, no matter what you're facing this weekend, I want you to know something. God is in the midst of your circumstances. God's in the midst of that scenario that you don't know what to do with. God's in the midst of that stuff you're facing and you're looking on going, I don't know how this is going to work and what are people going to say and what is, what about my reputation and what about my resume and what about my, my parents and what about, uh, listen, I don't know. But Emmanuel, God's with you. God is with us in the midst of our hearts' circumstances, in the midst of the difficulty. In the midst of the stress, God's with you. Don't lean out. Don't push away. Don't trade up. Stay in. Here's what I want us to do. In all of our services, I'm going to invite our worship team to come back and lead us in just a time of worship. And here's the point. The point is this. Before the craziness and chaos of Christmas ensues, before we... Leave this place this weekend and head out for parties and presents and all that will be our Christmas week. I want us to pause and carve in just a few minutes where we can just be face to face with God and meet with Him. I believe there are so many who are here this weekend and you are considering trading up in some way. Love came down. In the form of a baby and rescued us, that you and I can say, God, I'm not going to run. I'm yours. I'm forever yours. I'm in. I don't understand it all. I'm confused. It feels overwhelming in this moment, but I'm not going to run. I'm not going to go back. I'm not going to trade up. I'm going to lean in. So as our worship team leads us, can I just invite you, all of our services, to just pause. And let God do a work in our hearts. Come on, let's pray together. God, in this moment, this weekend, we stop. And we invite you to come, Lord, I pray for so many of us who are considering trading up in some way, some area, some circumstance. Jesus, we give you permission. Come and move in our hearts now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.